Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Jennifer Reich, who was married at Walt Disney World 14 years ago, and I thought you guys would be interested to hear her story and how much things have changed over the years. Disney's been doing these weddings for more than 20 years now, and it's always interesting to me to hear the differences. So welcome, Jennifer. Hi, thank you for the opportunity to be here. How are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. The first thing I always like to know is how people decided to have a Disney wedding rather than an at-home wedding. That's a great question. Well, looking back, I'll never forget my husband, now husband and I, we just wanted to do something very simple and we wanted to go away. And I love Disney World especially. And I remember when I suggested it to him, he just really thought it was a great idea. And it was easy. <laughs> and so had you always known that they did weddings at Disney? Like, did you go regularly enough that you may- maybe saw the wedding pavilion? Or how did you guys find out that, hey, this is actually a thing? You know, it's funny. Thinking back, I know I had never seen the wedding pavilion. I think what it was was I am an obsessive Disney reader. <laughs> and I just, re- even back then, I read um, all the guidebooks that I could find. And I just must have heard about it somewhere. Because you're right, back then, I don't think it was as common or as talked about. But I heard about it, and that was all it took. I was what I wanted to do. So That's great. And was he on board, or was he like, Disney, what? Well, he was on board. I like to fondly remember a story from very, very early in our relationship. This is like on our second date. We had gone to Longwood Gardens, which is near where we live in Pennsylvania. And I just remember standing in the parking lot with him. And we were just getting to know each other. And I said, you know, something I really want to tell you about me just to see what you think. And I said, I I really love Disney World and I would really like to go to Disney World every other year for the rest of my life. And I watched his face to see how he would respond. And he actually was like, that sounds great. I'm okay with that. And so that was it. And I kind of remind him of that conversation. We really have gone just about every other year. And so then when it was time to plan our wedding, I think that he wasn't really surprised. And he loved the idea that this wasn't going to involve months and months of planning and questions and decisions and choices. So I think he was he was really happy. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the planning process. Back then, I'm not sure they even had the wishes escape. I know escape used to be called intimate, and then they had to change the name probably because people would make posts on message boards that were things like, I'm having intimate problems. And, <laughs> and so, but I don't even know if they had those categorized or if it was just all, you know, check off this list. How did that work for you guys? It is so funny. You know, the word intimate does sort of ring a bell. I wonder if that is what it was called, but it was so long ago. I don't really remember the names. All I remember is that it was there was a tier system. And so you had three tiers and one was just your basic 
simple wedding that I think you were only allowed to bring maybe eight to ten guests and there were a couple locations you could choose from and then I think the next tier was probably the wedding pavilion and then I think there was a higher tier for really big budgets and I didn't pay much attention to that because we didn't have a really big budget one thing though that really appealed to me was just how simple this process was I'm really an obsessive planner and researcher by nature but this was the total opposite from that experience back then and it was really freeing for me because I just didn't have anything to worry about or plan or research. They honestly sent me a packet in the mail. There was maybe five photocopied sheets and it was all check off. So you, you said, please choose the flavor cake you would like, you know, chocolate, vanilla, marble. And I checked off the one we wanted. And then every choice was like that. What kind of music? What kind of flowers? I filled it out. I mailed it back in. And I don't even think I spoke with a single person by phone. We just showed up and had our wedding and it was perfect. Wow, that is very easy. <laughs> <laughs> so did you use any online planning resources? Were there even any online planning resources at the time? I'm pretty sure there weren't even any online planning resources at the time because I think I would have found them at, if there were because I'm that way. I do remember that the Disney wedding people had a very small website. I mean, small, we're talking like four pages. But that was about it. You know, in hindsight, if there would have been a book like your your book, I love all the Passporter books, I would have loved it. But there was just nothing back then. Huh. I felt so old. <laughs> <laughs> so then how many guests did you bring with you? Actually, none. We had just wanted to have a very, very simple thing, just the two of us. And that was really another part of the Disney appeal because we could just go alone. Uh, we sat down both of our parents in person ahead of time before we committed to this to say, look, this is what we're thinking about. Are you okay with this? And actually three of the four were thrilled. And there was only one person who was a little sad but happy for us. And it all worked out beautifully. Uh, when we came home then, we, we had bought a house and we had a huge open house party afterwards. And, you know, that just worked out really well for us. Yeah, that's a great option, especially like you say, when you have family members who can't make it down or, you know, you guys want to elope that it still includes everybody and they get to celebrate, but they don't have to travel all that way. Exactly. We just didn't want to do the whole 150 guests and matching bridesmaid dresses and all that stuff. We just wanted it to be simple and just have a, a house for one and a really fun party afterwards. That's great. Now, when you got down to Disney for your wedding, what location did you choose for your ceremony? Well, this is actually my all-time number one favorite Disney wedding story. We really had a tight budget. And so we, of course, went with the lowest price, probably called Intimate at the time. And of the three locations, I had chosen Sunset Point at the Polynesian. In fact, I don't even remember what the other two choices were. But I remember that Sunset Point was so appealing to me because there was a photo, and I can picture it in my mind, of this beautiful couple standing on a beach, bright Florida sun, with Cinderella Castle in the background. And so I was really attached to that image and I wanted that to be my wedding photo. So you can imagine the morning of our wedding, we're getting ready in our room, our wedding coordinator calls and she says, Jennifer, guess what? We had an unexpected opening at the wedding pavilion and I am able to upgrade you for free. Wow. Well, yeah, but I'm not good with change. <laughs> and so I had that picture in my mind and I actually said something I'm sure she never imagined anybody would say. I said, well, I really, really liked that picture of Sunset Point with Cinderella Castle in the background. And she said, well, Jennifer, 
guess what? <laughs> the wedding pavilion has Cinderella Castle in the background too. And so I was just so happy. I said, all right, in that case, I can make the change. That sounds awesome. And it was absolutely perfect. Uh, so would you say that's also your favorite memory of your wedding day? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I think of it often because it was just such a magical moment. I never would have dreamed it would have happened. And in hindsight, I'm so grateful that it did because it was a really sunny day, our wedding day. And I'm my eyes are really sensitive to the sun. I wear sunglasses all year round, cloudy day, sunny day all day. And I, I don't think I'd have made it through the wedding without wearing sunglasses. And I think I'd look kind of silly with <laughs> sunglasses in my wedding dress. <laughs> That's a good point. Plus it was air conditioned. It was a hot day. My poor husband would have been melting in the sun. And so the wedding pavilion is just beautiful. <laughs> so did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? It sounds like it was pretty simple to plan and pretty simple to pull off. But I'm always curious to know if there was anything, how it was handled. No, you know what? I guess in life, it's so rare to have a truly perfect day. And that was a truly perfect day just from beginning to end. Everything went as we had hoped and even better with that unexpected pixie dust to get the wedding pavilion. It was just a magical day. And that's what you almost always hear about Disney weddings. And I, what I think puts them over the top is there is that possibility for pixie dust. And there's so little that can go wrong. <laughs> yeah. And the people we encountered were just incredible. You know, Practically every cast member I've ever met has been just incredible. But those cast members were like ultra incredible and just really good at what they did. Now, if you were planning your wedding again today, is there anything you would do differently with all the options they have now? Or do you think you'd pretty much do the same thing? Well, I definitely would have gone with the wedding pavilion from the start, having experienced that. And even though it's probably twice the money, I would have just postponed the wedding and saved up, worked a little harder because just to be in that air conditioned room without my sunglasses on <laughs> was so <laughs> worth it. So I definitely would do that again. Uh, actually, that makes me curious. How much did a Disney wedding cost back when you were planning? Oh my goodness. You are not even going to believe this. Now, you know, it's been a long time. So my memory might be a little off, but the number I have in my head was about $2,000 for the wedding. The wedding cost less than the trip. And it's not like we were there for three weeks. You know, we were there for probably six nights and the actual wedding cost less than the trip. Wow. Okay. So do you have any tips or advice for anyone who is planning a Disney wedding now? Well, that is a good question. I think that my best advice is to just trust, trust that everything is going to be great. You are just in the best hands and try to stress less because, you know, you're, you are, of course, getting married and that is stressful, but try to stress as little as you can and enjoy as much as you can. That's great advice. Now, it's been a few years. Is there any place to read about or see photos of your day online? Well, it's so funny because it was so long ago. I don't even have my photos in digital form, if you can believe it. They actually mailed us the actual photos back then. But I'm going to scan some of my favorites and I'll send them to you if you'd like to post them with on your site. They were The photos were great. As you would imagine, the photographers were just the best of the best. Oh, that's great. And now if readers are interested in learning more about you, you work for Celebrations Press. Is that correct? Exactly. Yep. Celebrations Magazine. And our website is celebrationspress.com. And you can read about the magazine, about Tim Foster's Guide to the Magic Books, and also a lot of information about Disney parks and planning. 
I've always loved those magazines. And I know when I hadn't been to Walt Disney World yet, I used to pour over them because they have all these great photos in them. And I think they might even make a good subscription. Like if you want to get your guests excited about your Disney wedding, it would be neat to show them an issue of celebrations because it really does kind of get you excited for the trip. Oh, that's a great idea. I've actually given gifts um, to people who are going on trips. Even if, if they're not planning out that far, I'll just get them a couple back issues just so that they can see the pictures and get excited and maybe learn some things before they go. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story. I think it's really eye-opening and it's always fun to hear about the way things were and see how much they've changed. So thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide. Available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com slash weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.